You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. We are in uh, Banyan 1 and on 25th Street in Ogden, Utah. Inside the Monarch Building Inside. in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. There you go. And um, so I have a dilemma because last winter I sold my favorite pair of backcountry skis. Um, they were... On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> Dina Fitcho Oyu's, and I was gonna, I was going to buy another pair of skis to replace them, and I never did. Uh, I, I, so I've used, I, I've been using a La Sportiva High Five ski, which is more of a powder-specific ski, huge rocker and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's great for, for powder, not as ideal for other situations. But I've been using those this last year, and I'm really in need of. A, or really want to buy a new ski that is kind of an all-mountain ski. Wide enough, soft enough to ski powder well, uh, but stiff enough that I can carve on them. Light enough to tour, sturdy enough to ski hard in a resort. Um, my new touring boot is the Hoji's, and so they're a, a sturdy enough ski that I can charge in the resort with them mm-hmm. as well. So I want a ski that can handle that type of stuff, but also tour with it and all that stuff. So um, I've been looking at Elon, and um, and I've been looking at Elon and uh, Icelandic and Solomon a little bit because those are the three main brands that we carry. Mm-hmm. I've also looked a little bit at Volley, yeah, because um, we've carried them in the past. Are we still carrying them this year? Um, not not this year, right? Not their skis. Not their skis. Oh, but their but accessories, accessories and other things. Backcountry accessories. Cool. So we've carried them in the past. So I've looked at those skis um, mainly, mm-hmm. but you have a lot more experience skiing on the a wider variety of skis there. And, yeah. Um, so I'm curious to get your feedback on what direction I should look. Now, I know that you are I'm just big... Um, just for clarity, I'm just going to take this podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, See you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know you're a big Icelandic fan, and you're, yeah. in fact, you're a, an Icelandic ambassador. And so, but you're also a, um, you're also the buyer at Gear 30. So you've skied all the different skis. You've chosen the skis that you've chosen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with that in mind, with what I'm looking for, I'd love to hear your advice. Okay, cool. So it's, <laughs> like you said, you kind of already mentioned a lot of the skis that I would recommend. Um, the Elan Ripstick 
the uh, um, Solomon QST as well as the um, let's see what I mentioned Elon Ripstick Solomon QST and Icelandic then the Icelandic natural, natural? Okay. I'd probably go to the 101 there's a natural 111 and a natural 101 uh-huh. the 101 is going to be a little bit more versatile ski especially right. in the spring ski time um, one thing so so you've got you've got the naturals right now yeah right? I have the natural 101s I really like them. Each of those three skis I mentioned um, kind of have like their area they fit best. The ripstick from Milan, I used that last year as my all-around everyday backcountry ski. I did a lot of mornings where I'd skin up in the morning at Snow Basin and ski down, and that ski holds an edge phenomenally well. Um, it was built for first and foremost, I think, as like an all-mountain resort ski, so it had to be really good going from off piste or off trail to groomers so when i ripped the groomers in the mornings at snow basin that ski is so much fun i took the isonic natural up last week and did the same thing and it's not as fun on the groomers um it is definitely built for more off piste and backcountry skiing it doesn't i mean you don't need a backcountry ski to necessarily hold an edge incredibly well on a groomer because it's not what they're building the ski for it held an edge well it's not as fast of a ski um, Matt was significantly faster than me on his QSTs, so it's not a fast ski, but I think off trail. Matt is never faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's fast. Um, off trail, I think the natural is more fun. the The profile of the ski has a little more rocker to the tip than a more playful, a little more playful, quick, quicker turning. Yep, exactly, quicker, smaller turning radius. It also has a flat tail with big metal tips on the end, so more of a utilitarian use. If you need to build an anchor with it or something, um, you can when you get to the top and it's windy, you can shove that tip of the ski into the snow really well. So they kind of thought with a utilitarian purpose to that ski. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is more backcountry focused. I did notice that on the groomers. It doesn't perform near as well as the long ripstick does. But off trail, I think it's a little bit more fun and more play- playful. Um, the Solomon is going to be, I believe it's heavier than the two. Okay. Than the Ripstick as well as the Icelandic. Um, it does, it carves really well and it will float pretty well. It's kind of, uh, they built that ski for more resort, kind of like they built the Elon for more resort. The Elon's going to charge the groomers better than the Ripster, than the QST will. But the QST will do a little bit better on the off piste because it has more of a rocker tip and tail. The ripstick has a little bit of rocker tip and a completely flat tail where the QST has rocker tip and tail and then the natural's rocker tip flat tail. It has a little bit of a rocker tail but not much. Okay. So um so QST maybe is the right ski if let's say my plan is to ski quite a bit in the resort. And it's good in the backcountry, but maybe maybe a little bit more resort focused. Elon's sort of like a does both well, but maybe maybe slightly more resort focused, mm-hmm. but but uh, maybe a little more backcountry than the QST. Yeah, as far as maybe weight goes. Weight. I think uh, the ripstick was fun, but the ripstick's not like a really in in powder. It's not a fun powder ski. Okay. It it performs, but it doesn't have as much rocker to it. And I just think the, the QST is a little more playful, as well as the natural 101, a little more playful when you get off the trail. Um, the ripstick performs well, and it can, it can charge hard, and it can still 
perform in powder, but I think the natural and the QST a little bit more of a fun ski. Okay. So considering that I, on a good year, I ski two, two days in the resort. Mm-hmm. Like that's most years I don't ski at a resort. So maybe I'll get two, three days max at a resort and maybe 30 days in the backcountry. Yeah. And so I'm not skiing groomers a whole lot. And uh, I'm mostly skiing powder or variable. I mean, yeah. <coughs> just so I would, backcountry trip. I mean, this isn't, I'm trying to be as least biased as I can here. If you're only going to do three days in the resort, I would probably go towards the natural. Yeah. Um, I know people that have put the shift or even an alpine binding on the natural. It can ski well enough in the resort with Islana coming from a very resort-focused background. Um, they still know how to build a really resort-focused ski. Um, the edge is just not going to edge quite as well as the QST will. Okay. Um, so I think the I'd put a, I'd put a QST user at, I mean, they're 60, 70 percent of the resort with also a little bit more back. They can do backcountry, where the the Iceland natural is a little bit less of the resort, more of a backcountry focus. Okay. Um, if it weight wise, I think the because you'd probably be looking at the QST 99 or the natural 101, unless you want to go QST 106. Um, but I'm not sure where you want to focus. I think I want to keep it between probably right around 190 yeah. to 100. I mean, my my ripstick was 106, and I liked it, but for spring skiing, I thought it was a little bit too wide. Yeah. So I went down to the 101 this year. I think it's really good all around. I would look at the. I'm not totally sure what the weights are going to be between the two skis. I think the natural is a little bit lighter weight than the QST is. However, they did lighten the QST up this year. They they changed the material and the tip and the tail, and it lightened the ski up a little bit. Um, but I think it. They both ski really well. Again, the QST will perform a little bit better in resort groomer stuff because that's kind of what it was built for. But I think the natural is maybe even a little bit more fun in the backcountry. Um, it has a little, it has more rocker to it, a lot more rocker. Yeah. Um, and the tip. I have, I have, as I've been skiing the Sportiva High Five, got a huge rocker, mm-hmm. so it's a, it got a short, effective edge, um, which has made it not ideal on groomers, but pretty fun in the backcountry. It's yeah. quicker turning. It's kind of forgiving. You can, um, somebody better than myself could really be playful on yeah. it you know i maybe maybe at one time in my life i could have been playful playful on it now i'm more of like a i'd rather i don't know ski technical terrain or ski really good powder and um I'm, i guess i'm just not as playful in the train yeah. and maybe it's been the ski maybe it's because the ski that i've been skiing on for a long time has been kind of a scalpel type instrument and not really yeah. play like I've been skiing that Dina Fitch Hoyu, yeah, which I feel like is a ski mountaineering scalpel. It's just awesome, so lightweight, it's good on steep, precise stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not really the ski that I want to be real playful on on the way down. Yeah, high fives maybe a little bit more of that, but I would like a ski. Um, and that Hoyu, I feel like when I when I'm on the backcountry. Uh, like when I'd really pick up the speed I'd get above the the comfort range of that um, mm-hmm. of that ski like you said probably at about 25 miles an hour yeah I think you mentioned that on an earlier episode yeah um, 
I would love a ski where I can charge hard and fast and yeah. feel pretty stable and solid. Mm-hmm. Feel a little more playful, a little more forgiving, even if it means giving up maybe a little bit of um, groomer performance. Yeah. I think, like, I had that uh, that natural 101 at as fast as I could ski it, and it didn't chatter. In the backcountry or no. on the groomer? On the groomer. Okay. So, I mean, it's I feel like at yeah, the groomer you can even get it up to higher speeds. And I was pinning it, and you don't get the edge grip that you get on the ripstick, like I mentioned. But it wasn't a really messy ski. Yeah. When you're in the backcountry, and have you had the chance to rip on the on the natural in the backcountry and powder um, and stuff? Ju- yeah, I had one day last week. I skied some lower angle stuff um, on that natural. It was really fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Solid. I mean, it was only like, it was kind of that warmer snow that we got. It's it was the, creamy. The heavier, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I had more fun on that than I did my ripsticks. Okay. Because I think it has that rocker, more of a rocker tip, and it was just more enjoyable um, than that ripstick was. Okay. So. Cool. Well, that's a good, that's a lot of good insight because I'm, yeah, I'm really trying to, trying to figure out what the right way to go is. And I. Do you want to re- know what I heard? What's that? Wah, 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 <laughs> wah. <laughs> Did you want the rib stick? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Brandon's a snowboarder, so all of this is out. just Sorry, like, yeah. it's like it's speaking a different language. <laughs> um, I see. That's, yeah. Um, I see. Yeah, no offense to the, the content there within. Right. I, yeah, that's what it sounded <laughs> like. like. It was another language. So I... um. So I was leaning toward the ripstick because I thought that might be like the best all around. But when I really think about it, it's like I don't ski resorts that much. And when I ski resorts, I'm on groomers to get to powder. Yeah. I don't ski groomers for the groomers a whole lot anymore. Yeah. Like back when I was skiing 80 plus days at Snow Basin a year, I'd spend the first three weeks of the year ripping groomers as fast as I could to get my legs in shape and that was just kind of and there was no powder to ski there wasn't a base and stuff yeah yeah but now I'm in the back country and it's like I really don't ski a ton until January anyway because we're waiting for that base to to build up mm-hmm. um, but once that base is there then I'm out two or three mornings a week and um, and I'm skiing powder and I'm skiing backcountry conditions pretty much all the time and so if I'm really being honest with myself I don't really need a great groomer ski I want a ski that I can charge hard in the backcountry, and it can be somewhat forgiving. Um, the other thing too is like if I got another ski like the Choyu, the light, real lightweight, precise ski. I've now got a much sturdier boot that yeah. is probably like I was skiing on a real lightweight, almost a race type boot on that Choyu. And so it's about finessing and stuff like that. And I almost feel like having a heavier, stiffer boot, I'd, it's almost too much for a ski like that. And I'd mm-hmm. almost want a more aggressive, higher performance, bigger ski to match the boot. Totally. Does that makes sense? No, that so, absolutely makes sense. So the natural 101, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking up weights right now. Yeah, I'm curious to see the weight. Um, I think it's like 30, I want to say 3,100 grams. Four. Ooh, that's heavy. It's, <clears throat> I mean, that's not, not that's light. really not heavy uh, compared to other skis, but I'm used to my Choi use were 1100 grams oh my per gosh. ski. 1100. So 20, probably 2200 for, the, the, for the pair. Would you be on the 185? Yeah. Okay. Probably. 
So let's check out the weight on the 185. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know if this is. Come on, Brandon. <laughs> I don't know if this is per pair. It says 3606 for the 185, which is Yeah, that's got to be per pair. Uh, yeah, so that's 1,800 yeah. grams per ski. On a, now, the Choyus were 90 underfoot, mm -hmm. and I was on the 183. And these um, are one, 101 one un underfoot. I mean, that's still pretty light for what it is, but significantly heavier. I, I'd yeah. be curious to know the weight on the on the uh, high fives that I have because they are actually they're light enough that I'm I'm not struggling too much in the backcountry on those uh, I don't even know if they um, oh. <laughs> I don't even know if they make uh, they still make that I'm Let's see, what's the weight, 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 weight? Um, okay, well, this is going to be real boring for the listeners because we're just looking up stats. <laughs> All right, oh. here we go. Uh, wait. 16, oh, let's see, I've got the 188s. So 1940 grams for the high five. So it's actually lighter than the high five. Okay. It's about 100 grams lighter per ski than the high five. Okay. So that sounds about right. The high, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the high five is uh, was uh, is 105 underfoot. Um, so that's actually pretty light. I could do that. I'm I trying to that. find the... Uh, and I need a good good Pomoka skin to go with that because there's no way I'm... I know where you can get some of those. Yeah. yeah. No way I'm putting any other skin on my nope. ski. Nope. Nope. Um... Where is the QST weight? I'm trying to find the. Uh, I think they try to hide. He normally it has these memorized, <laughs> but. Yeah, normally I do. Not today though. Not need to know. So under technologies. I can't find it on here, but they're right. definitely heavier than okay, the naturals. So Solomon's heavier than the natural. The natural, that's a pretty light ski, actually, considering, because that high five really wasn't too heavy yeah. of a ski, and I I toured on it all year last year, and, you know, it it's heavier than those Choyus, but really wasn't wasn't too bad, yeah. not compared it's, to some of the other ones. I think there. the natural's heavier than the ripstick, going from the ripstick down to what I'm on right now, but... Again, it wasn't a huge. Yeah, I've got a pair in my truck. You can uh, check them I out can after have this. Them. You can't have them. I no. mean, you're not you're not going to be skiing <laughs> for the next six weeks. So. <laughs> it's true, very true. Although my foot's a lot bigger yeah, than I'm yours. Yeah, I don't think your probably foot wouldn't will fit, fit in your there. Bindings. All right. Well, all right. So for the ski, um, for the skiers out there that love to geek out on gear and statistics and all that other stuff you might have enjoyed this episode for the rest of you i apologize 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we gotta get deep in the woods though on some of these. Some, so yeah. Sometimes yeah, we do. Yeah. And uh, and so this is for all what you you geeky skiers out there that wanna geek out on gear. So um, if you have question or if you have gear that you would like for us to geek out on. This is eight hours of the Charlie Brown Christmas theme. Really? <laughs> eight hours. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's a full work day of yeah. Charlie Brown. You just, you know what? This is going to be uh, now our standard listening at Gear 30 now through Christmas. <laughs> you got an eight hour set on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Eight hour Charlie Brown Christmas theme. Wow. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It is Christmas, though. It is Christmas it time. It is Christmas time. Um, in fact, we've got, what are we, eight days away? Oh, my gosh. I got to start Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got so. time now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I but I it's do. easy to get distracted when you're skiing every day. So yeah. You don't have to worry about right. that anymore. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not you know, skiing anymore. So. My, my, uh, my heart broke a little bit for Chase when I uh, saw that his arm was broken and his <laughs> shoulder was broken and he wasn't going to be out skiing. No, and then I remembered, like, this dude skis, like, 80 days a year, and I don't even ski close to that. Like, it's about time for him to take a rest <laughs> and leave some snow for the be- for the rest of us. All right, whatever. Uh, he gets out as much, if not more, than anybody outside. So, yeah, it's something every day. So how you deal with in- this injury is going to be fun to watch um <laughs> you know i was i was talking to sorry interrupted no i just it's gonna be tough because and i don't know how you're because we were talking earlier i'm like so what does no mobility mean and you're like no dude no mobility like you can't move it so you can't even yeah. fake it you can't i'm like no. you can ski one armed well yeah you can but not when you can't move your entire shoulder and arm yeah. like it's yeah. not like you've got a little half cast on you're gonna have to yeah, if if surgery if is in the plans in the next couple of weeks, then I'm screwed. Immobile. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's still a chance good. that we can hold off till spring for mm-hmm. your surgery, right? If if Fingers my crossed. fracture is not what's that? What was the word? Um, dis displaced. If my fracture is not displaced, then I won't need surgery. Until spring, is, but you correct. need it. I'll need surgery in the spring to fix my labrum or rotator cuff, whatever they're gonna mm-hmm. fix. Yikes. So, yep. Starting early. How old are you? 24? 24. This is second, second time around. So. Yikes. Well, <coughs> um, good luck with that. I was <laughs> talking to Cody the other day, um, one of our Gear 30 employees, and also semi-pro snowboarder. And um, so I was asking him, I was like, hey, been, you've been able to get out? And he's like, no, man. It's like it, I haven't really been able to get out much. Like I've only been out like 12 times. I'm just kidding. He didn't say oh, 12 times. Oh, well, what? No, he, he was like, no, I've only been out like three times. And I'm thinking, well, that's three more than me. <laughs> but for him, he's just like, no, I, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to get out much. He's His season, he said, is after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, he likes after Christmas. So. And, I, and I'm with him and on I'm that finding, a And we're bit. in retail. And yeah. so, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, it's... It's hectic Busy. around the shop and right. stuff, and he's he's running our online. So if you order stuff, go to gear30.com and order stuff. Um, Cody helps ensure that you receive your product and, and yeah. writes a little note and says, hey, what's up? And he's he's awesome. Um, but I was asking him, like, how do you get in shape? Because that was another thing I wanted to talk about on one of these podcasts. I know we did months ago, but um, I'm out of shape. 
I. Uh, but for this particular sport, because yeah. you're not out of shape. Like if you well, go to the doctor, they're yeah. like, "Oh, you're six two two oh five. That's pretty good." Well, your BMI is in line. And I, uh, yeah, I had a an appointment with the doctor not too long ago, and they actually said I was in, in great condition. Yep. Because I do get out a lot, but like for skiing. Like, I played basketball for the first time in a long time with some neighbors of mine. My quads were camping, cramping like 10 minutes in. New sport. I, yeah. New I was sport. just it like, this has never new, happened yeah. to me. I've Go never... ride a horse. See how long you last. <laughs> right. You, you know, like anytime you do something different, right. it's going to, yeah, like racquetball or something. You take the, the things you're not doing, used to doing. Um, yeah, you'll you'll peter out pretty fast. And the older you get, the harder. That's why it sucks because I hate go the first day each year on the mountain for me is like, well, it's like one or two runs from the top to the bottom. And that's we'll see you next week. <laughs> it's just unless you are involved and everybody, including myself, probably should be in some sort of preseason conditioning thing. Right. Uh, I know bomber athletes back at it again here in Ogden, but there's definitely trainers and gyms where you can go and and do sim- simulated skiing, snowboarding exercises, squats, holding your squats, squats against the wall, lunges, where you're burning those quads in October, no, you know, midway through November, so that it's not so bad. Right. Cody, who's got time for that? Right. Yeah, so, and I was asking Cody, like, so how do you get in shape? Because, I mean, you got to... Well, and he's young enough. Maybe he just can handle it. He but looks like he's twenty. He's 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 actually thirty. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, so he's not that much younger than me. Um, but anyway, he was like, "How do you get in shape and stuff?" And he said, "Well, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to to snowboard. I haven't had a lot of time to get in shape. So, I have intentionally chosen to stand at the computer that I work at. I don't yeah. sit. Don't have a stool or a chair or anything. I stand." And he said, "And I'll stand in a squat." And try to hold it for a long time to get my quads in shape used to kind of squatting on a snowboard. That's smart. And I just thought, well, that's dedication right there. Because yeah. I would do that for the like first two minutes be like, oh, good workout. Where's that chair? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a couple employees that knew how to put their job, how to mix their job into training. Yeah. So... You talking James? Yeah. <laughs> Dude's like hard as a rock. And it's like, you work out? I just work. I just work and I just, you know, in between every little task, I do about 42 push-ups, pull-ups. Yeah, all like, yeah, holding squats. And then, of course, after he would go run up a mountain. But that kid's in unbelievable shape. So we did you, were you there when we did the um, like figure four competitions we did hang the no, ice tools up on the stairs no i was there when the we stairs. had an employee make a mistake with the ice tools <laughs> so we don't allow ice tools on the stairs anymore who made a mistake with the we will not name the employee but the employee is still employed <laughs> i can't think of we'll tell you off that air. was that was a really yeah, yeah. let's just put it this way ice tools on stairs don't always go as planned well, and when you okay. go and you use them when you go higher the further you fall. Oh, yeah, and when there's stuff below you. I remember you, hearing about this. That's even worse. Oh. When there's no one to see it happen. It's even, he should have been fired. But we like him. so he's still <laughs> Probably should have been fired. You're lucky. You know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening, you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. So I think I remember hearing about this. Well, we allowed the we allowed it, and so yeah, then now we don't nobody died, it. but now we don't allow oh, it. That's a good call. That's a yeah. good call. That's 
that's respons that's responsible management right there. I tell you what. Yeah, that was so, under Sarah's watch, by the way. Oh, okay. So we were doing figure four competitions, and nobody could beat James. Yeah. I because so we we do the figure four, and then we'd hang by one arm, like with our body on the ice tools, and just see how long we could hold it. And so James did it for a minute, and then we we're like, who can who can go a minute? And you were there, Chase, right? Yeah. Were you doing it with us? And I'm trying to remember exactly. A how minute long it was. is a long. That's time a long time to hang by one arm. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he did it for a minute. I could probably do it for a minute right now. <laughs> you got to strengthen that left arm a little bit better. And uh, <laughs> and so I did it, and I think I did it for a minute, and I think it, all of us were trying, but then he, he ended up doing it. like He did it longer than me, and I couldn't match him on the one arm. So then he switched to the other arm, so I was like the right arm. Then he switched to the left arm and did it for like a minute, and I couldn't do like I could do like 38 did seconds he, or uh, something Did he, Inigo like Montoya, or Inigo Montoya, is that what he did? Is that what he did to you? Is that uh, no, no, no? It's Van and Black who says the line where I know something you don't know. It's like, what is that? Ah, I am not left-handed. Oh, and then <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the Van and Black. Yeah, um, um, yeah, during the sword fight. So, was he secretly better with his off arm? He wasn't better. Okay, but he was better than me. Like <laughs> I did, like a little over a minute with my right arm, and then I could only do like thirty-eight seconds with my left arm. To my defense, I was like years out of practice. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. The dude did it like during the day at work. Right. Yeah. But yeah. he was smart about it and didn't crash. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyway, that, wow, this this podcast has been an eclectic uh, collection of topics. It, went very, it was very techy. <laughs> I about fell asleep. And then it got... <laughs> Chase didn't, though, because he was into it. Um, and then it got off the rails. Yeah. Off yeah. of like into what not to do at your workplace. Yeah. Slash how to train for backcountry skiing. <laughs> snowboarding yeah so anyway hope you enjoyed the episode um if you enjoyed the episode don't forget to click subscribe and also share it with your friends um if you want to follow us on instagram we got a real cool instagram uh whatever you call that page 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 posts yeah, something personality yeah who does our instagram Bryden. Bryden. yeah he does a good job and so you can follow us at gear underscore three zero also like us on facebook and check out our website gear30.com where we've got lots of awesome deals for the holidays um which we've talked about in the past episodes so check those out as well thanks we'll see you on the next episode see you out there mm-hmm.